Oh, look at this. Oh, this oh wow. This is almost professional looking. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. That's safe, doesn't A brand new segment. A brand new segment to start uh, this episode of the BetSafe.net Rubber Boots Podcast. How you doing, everybody? There's my, there's my buddy Stoff representing with the logo on his uh, sweatshirt. There's my good pal his Lester. Whole sweatshirt. And uh, there's nice. DJ, DJ <laughs> Puffy, <laughs> Puffy Puff with his giant, giant headphones. I should have him like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a little segment called uh, Darian's Hypotheticals. Oh, nice. Yo, one, two, one, two. Darian's hypotheticals are blowing my mind. Darian's hypotheticals, one and only time. Darian's hypotheticals are blowing my mind again, again. Darian's hypotheticals. Darian's uh, home from university. Uh, my whole family's home. It's a, it's a, a house full of love and, and probably COVID. Uh, yeah. So uh, Darian, uh, uh, Darian says to me the other well, day. Hold, hold says, on. Like, have you seriously got crazy checked? Because Kingston apparently is a storm. No, she got out. She got out before. Got uh, they, out before? They, 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 they all did rapid tests. They're all okay. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, by the way. And, you know, I, we don't like to, I like this podcast to be an escape. That was what the stated purpose from the beginning. So we, we don't like to talk too much about the trouble in the world. We like to give people an escape. But as we are taping this Tuesday at uh, 1 p.m., I think you'll be listening on Thursday or the weekend. Doesn't it feel, just sports-wise, I don't think the world is going to shut down. It's not March uh, 2020. But sports-wise, today has a feel of... Rudy Gobert. It has a feel of things shutting down or at least fans being banned or by the time this airs on Thursday or the, by the time people listen on the weekend, don't you have a feeling things might have run completely amok? I, I will say, I'll, I'll start by saying that uh, I, it's really unfortunate, uh, but I definitely feel like we are going to have to take a few steps backwards. And I don't mean, I don't think you're going to see no fans in stands, but I definitely think you're going to see you know, you know, that back down to maybe 60% capacity for some venues. I hope, and, and look, again, we're, we've already, as we, we speak right now, our Raptors game has been canceled because the Bulls uh, tested positive. Calgary Flames have had some issues with with, uh, with uh, uh, COVID, so they've got some games postponed, uh, which impacts Jimmy and Puff for a Leaf game they're supposed to do this week. That's yeah, right. we didn't. No, they just switched us to senators. So ah, they switched oh, oh. you to senators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Jimmy>. I noticed <laughs> you weren't there. Off, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, hey, I, I, you know, I love my sins, but yeah. after the, after the Great Cup stuff and with World Juniors coming, I needed a couple of days to have a little family time. Okay, um, but today, Brad Marchand, like there's there's about eight different teams that have guys placing COVID. I think it was 40 positive tests in the NFL. I just do this. This will all be old news by the time people listen to this, but it'll probably, I just have a feeling we have we'll, havoc ahead for us. We'll probably see some post postponements. As far as the fans in the stands, I think that will probably be closer to New Year's, depending on how things curve out and stuff. That uh, I, I think if this thing really peaks, uh, they'll probably go empty stands for a bit again. Yeah. And I know that that's still been happening around the world. I watched the Bundesliga game and uh, German soccer over mm-hmm. the weekend and their stands are still empty. So, uh, okay. Sorry. I, I digress. Uh, Darian's hypotheticals is a popular new segment uh, on the mm-hmm. show since Puffy's hypotheticals uh, has been a travesty this <laughs> year. So this is Darian comes home. And first thing she says to me when she arrives home from university, uh, well, first she says she scratched her friend's car and it's going to cost $2,000. But the second thing she says to me is uh, um, she says, okay, I got a hypothetical for you. Okay. Um, So Puffy. Now this can apply to anyone. She used Puffy because she knows Puffy better than the two of you. But uh, this is the way she framed it. And then we can switch it around. Okay. You guys, any of the three of you, uh, I will pay for all of your vacations, all expenses paid for the rest of your lives. Deal. The, okay. the catch is I have to come 
and I'm with you 24-7, sleeping between you and your, your spouse, Ooh. with you at all meals, at all activities. I'm with you the whole time for the rest of your life, but all of your vacations paid yes, for. 100%. Spoon in with Tanya. Cool. Exactly. There's, oh, there's going to be some MMF. Well, or MM, well, 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 yeah, MMF got the numbers right. <laughs> Let me ask Whatever, you man. The way you were driving us around that island, I'll take it. Exactly. Yeah, you're a great host. You're, you're a great host, buddy. That's I'm in. Yeah, listen. I just I hope you're ready for what comes at night. <laughs> I just like, think you would say, have a harder time than us. Yes. Well, so I, I, I was going to say, say you. Let Lester, let Lester finish first. You answer, Lester. Let's say I have to, have to go twosies. Are you coming with me for that or what? Yeah. What sport. do you mean? You know yeah, what I mean? You brandy me? No. No, no. No, no, no. I don't know if Brandy's into that. He's talking about number two. Seven. Oh, what yeah. if I have to go to oh, the bathroom? No, no. I'll wait outside yes. the door for that. I'll wait out for the door. Okay, then I'm in. That's why. And if you have if you have one of your <laughs> one of your you know your funky Turk skin conditions or whatever, I'll let you alone for that. <laughs> but hold on. <laughs> say say like uh, I want to stay up late and you want to go to bed. Do yeah, I just put my I, yeah I just put my head on your lap. Okay, so I can still stay out and drink as long as you correct. Oh, you know, I, I will be with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that okay. would be. That's where Darian's misrepresented because everybody yeah. knows I would be crashing before you. <laughs> so all of you are accept. All of you are accepting this. Interesting, because yeah. I I think I'm a likable guy, but you would get sick of my ass. No, you'd get sick of us before you be. Like I, I, my as my daughter was saying to me this morning, like you sing all the time. I sing all the time, and I don't have Lester's gorgeous voice. Mm-hmm. I do so. that too. Is this, is this Darian's way of saying to you that I don't think I can <laughs> handle being with you 24 seven? I've, I've had enough of these so. family vacations. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I love you guys. I'm going to say this. It's Christmas time. And I want to say, I don't think I've ever said it on the podcast. I love you. I love you, Lester. I love you. I love you, Puffy. Stop. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I do not want you on any of my vacations, even if you pay for them. Really? Yeah, I don't even not. know if I, I don't even know if I do one. One vacation where you had to be with me twenty four seven. I don't think I could do one. Maybe yeah, a, it was a like two a really two good a, one. Two nighter at Niagara on the lake. That's all. That's all I'm going to give you. How about how about like tour? Australia for six months? Like where we where we <laughs> back through the outback like through the outback. Yes. yes, I like that. Be amazing. Well, I should change that. If I was if it was just me, then I would accept all of you on on that condition. Uh, but, you know, with Brooksy around, you know, I don't, first of all, I don't trust her with Stoff or Lester. I've That's seen true. what's going on there. I actually noticed it, too. I'm glad we can talk about this openly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was time we bring it up in the public setting. Yeah. And Poppy would just. <laughs> and now our next guest, Jeremy Roenick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poppy would just end up in jail on the first vacation. That would be the end. Right. Hold on. Does that mean you have to go with them? Yes. The uh, I would go to jail. You see, that would be the problem. Jimmy doing time. <laughs> that would be In a, a Mexican prison. Uh, let's get the, the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. The week that was is brought to you by our friends at uh, BetSafe.net. Uh, it was Grey Cup Week, everyone, if you knew. Stoff and Lester, were you aware of the Great Cup Week that was going on? I was just going to say, uh, I'm sure you're going to do it, but it, just in case you wouldn't for some reason, we've got a shout out to our pal Rod Smith. What a fantastic broadcast he had on the weekend. Incredible. And I it's think awesome. it's probably, if I'm not mistaken, it's probably his first Great Cup. It is. And I thought he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Roddy really well, and I know how much this meant to him uh, in our conversations before the game and after the game. Uh, Roddy's a, a pro, but I'm sure he does get nervous because he, you know, he dreamt about doing something like that his entire life. Guys had an amazing career, but this was a, this was a big deal. We should probably should have probably had him on, but uh, Bobby Mack wanted to sell his margaritas this week. You're so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, life changing moment. No, no, Bobby's selling stuff. We margaritas. Also, but, a life changing uh, moment. Yeah. Uh, he, he was. Uh, I thought he was great. And he was, he was born to do this game, how much he loves the league. Guy's got a photographic memory. He's got the voice of God. So he'll be the perfect guy to do the great cup for however long he wants to do it. So, yeah. and he got a great game. I was worried oh. in the first, 
worried in the first quarter when it was like seven nothing and it was a punt fest. I was like, oh God, Roddy's gonna have the worst great cup ever, but it turned out to be amazing. And he had a bit of a tricky final play and he pulled it off. The unbelievable pop over. Unbelievable like, call. Yes. Yeah. Cause that was this would be Jimmy, Jimmy's first game, he'd be like, It's it's incomplete, I think. Third no, please has got it. But and oh, now what, what happens no. now? Is there another there's another another series of Oh Don't the overtime is over? No, there. The overtime. The bombers win. <laughs> I was telling Puffy on the weekend, uh, you know, all I Al Michaels when when he said, Do you believe in miracles? Uh, yes says that just came out of his head, right? I don't believe it. Okay. I truly believe if you're a play-by-play guy that you, you think about what you are going to say in the event of a victory. Now, in times like what happened on a play like that from Roddy, he's got no time. Although yeah. I think, you know, 10 seconds later, he sort of said something, you know, back-to-back, whatever, Winnipeg, which I'm, you, you have to think about it. If you don't think about it, I think you're being silly because you risk – you know, not saying something good. And you can tell, I think, when they're a little bit rehearsed, but I think that's okay. So I never believed Al Michaels. I, I'm sure somewhere in the game, five minutes left, he thought about that. So I was telling Puff that the only championship game I have ever called was the CIS basketball championship in I don't know what year. And it was St. Mary's against, I think, University of Alberta in the, in the final game. And so the night before, I was thinking, what am I going to say? It was like the Bears against the Huskies. And for the Huskies, I came up with this line. And so I had it in the back of my mind the whole game. And, and they were up by four or something, and they were or up by three, and there was a missed free throw or something that made it clear they were going to win with like four seconds left. And I'm like, every dog has its day. Huskies, this one is yours. Right? Good I was luck. pretty proud good of that. That's, that's good. good. That's great. I like that. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. So no one ever said anything about it. So, uh, but like 10 years later, I was at a bar and uh, just sipping a beer, talking to somebody. And I hear from across the bar, every dog has its day. Huskies. <laughs> and this guy comes up to me, goes, dude, man, that was, I was on that team. That was the greatest night of my life. And we all say that to each other when we see each other. And I'm like, oh, that made my life. My, uh, of course. My, uh, and then I found it later. He's uh, actually a producer at uh, the other network. Uh, Paul, very good guy. Yep. So uh, he's the only guy that remembers my line. And that's why we have a kindred friendship. Anyway, you know, great job by Roddy. You know, uh, Jimmy, I feel the same way when people come up to me and say hello. hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> do people, do people, when they recognize you, do you ever get the hello? Hello. <laughs> no, no, no. no They're just saying that. hi. <laughs> Uh, for the record, since I did it in the first two uh, first two uh, playoff games that I covered, uh, I got uh, three rubber boots pod yells, uh, one where's Puffy, and one say hi to Lester and stuff. Nice, nice. There you go. You know, not not bad. It was only thirty thousand. I wasn't out much though. I was kind of up in yeah. up in the booth most of the time. I didn't have a lot of interaction with the peoples. That the peoples. was a uh, fantastic crowd. And it was a fantastic CFL crowd because like when we were doing the pregame show, we were watching people coming in the stadium and literally jerseys from every single team and yeah, people were decked out, p- face painters, everyone. And I think it was a pretty drunk crowd by the end. I think it was getting oh, yeah. really out there, <laughs> oh, yeah. especially when the Tiger got lost. But, but it was oh. a great CFL crowd. And what makes the game special? Because the Super Bowl, it's a bunch of suits. It's not. It's not. It's not totally. the same. That yeah. was a crowd that loved CFL football. Yeah. It was people, people travel. Good. People travel. For yeah, them. they travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It North was. Crowd, I, yeah. And and you know what? Uh, I'm. You know, I don't like the tie catch or the bombers or anybody. I'm totally neutral. All we cheer for is a good game for TSN, which we got. But I was and the red I, blacks <laughs> and the red blacks. <laughs> by by the end, it would have been such an amazing story if the tie cats won. Oh, like, for sure. Uh, you know, with Mazzoli coming in, it would have been awesome. And I felt so bad for that town because they've lost four straight great cups. Uh, anyway, the, the two uh, great cup week stories I may want to tell Puffy. Did you have any great cup week stories you wanted to share with our friends here? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is remember, right? This is, this is public. <laughs> Let's just say yesterday was a long that, day. That will be on the Patreon podcast that you have to get extra if, if we were taping, uh, if we were taping the rubber boots yesterday, there would have been three stools. Uh, one would have been missing. 
Uh, <laughs> Puffy, Puffy, uh, Puffy and I did get out together for a, you know, a very light a professional night on Friday. Yep. Ooh, went yep. to, what was that street called? Lock Street? Lock Street, yeah. Lock Street. Where, where, where do we, what do we eat at? We eat at some Italian place. We should give it a plug. Like, yeah. Kuma. 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 Yeah. Kuma. Good pizza. Kuma. Good pizza. And then we went to a pub called the Squire. Yeah, the Squire. That was it. Yeah. That was a good time. And, and then there was, uh, who was that, uh, very nice uh, woman who bought us a uh, beverage. Yeah, she, she she was also shaming me for the uh, Belgian moon that I was drinking, yes. which was so she was very kind to buy us beverages, but also like there was about yeah. a half an hour of like, what kind of man are you shaming? What's wrong with Belgian <laughs> moon? She did she did take yeah. it? Yeah, although Belgian moons were going down nice that night. Uh, uh, well, sh- what what was the brand? We should cow something cow pasture cow, beer, cow stuff like that. Cow, yeah, cow flog and beer. Yeah, something you, you guys are doing. You guys are doing great. She, she's she's never seen for the cow beer. beer at Squire. Go yeah, yeah, we'll sh- we'll shout you out on our podcast. Cowbell, 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 cowbell. Yeah, cowbell. Yeah, more cowbell. Cowbell brewery. Very good. It was good. Beer. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. We appreciated the uh, the free beverages that she. Uh, Oh, and then we went. Uh, was stowed upon us. We went somewhere. Then we went else. to another beer. Oh, yeah. the uh, this is this is good podcasting. We went yeah. to the uh, some other pub next door. The West yeah. West Club, West Sport yeah. Club, West something. Yeah. Anyway. And then and then Rydal like talked me into staying way later than I wanted. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I got out early. I made the you good. Did. You did. You. You. Uh, shout out to stuff. Richard Nurse. Uh, yes. Who who we should say has. Uh, as as Jeff O'Neill would would say, uh, the greatest sperm next to to Keith mm-hmm. Kachuk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, uh, oh, I don't know. They might be. It might be better because it's multi-sport. No, uh, Richard, yeah. Richard, of course, and his lovely wife are the parents of Darnell, Kia, and Sarah, Sarah. Nurse, all unbelievable athletes. Richard mm-hmm. came over when uh, Puffy and I were having dinner and uh, just just introduced himself and bought us a drink. Super nice man. Nice. And, I'm so uh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I apologize, but I actually don't think uh, Sarah is their daughter. I think is uh, Sarah's a cousin. Sorry, Sarah's a cousin. I knew that. I yes. Knew that. So I just want to start Dar- Darnell and Kia and Sarah is cousin, right? Oh, yeah, let's cousin. use the t- term genes and that's. But there's another. Yes. There's another daughter well, too that was a varsity make, baller yes. as well. And Donovan, I, I, sorry, I knew. I knew. Too, I knew right? that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Thank you for. No, 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 no. I, I just wanted. I, I want us to look good here. You know, the puppy's <laughs> point. I believe Donovan does have some sort of relationship. Yeah, right? Donovan McNabb's like a uh, cousin. I think. Yeah. Great. Right. Look at that. Uh, Don McNabb is Richard's brother, I believe. Maybe because I think it's Dar- Darnell Nurse. Really? I think wasn't wasn't Don McNabb uh, Darnell's uncle? Yeah, he was. <laughs> this, Maybe he was. This is, once again, us not knowing the nurses very well. <laughs> uh, can, can you Google the nurses while we're, uh, while we're talking? Is here? there anything you uh, remember from that night? <laughs> yeah, it's getting it's a little murky. <laughs> well, it, it was really awkward now in retrospect that I said to Richard, my, my favorite daughter of yours is Sarah. She's just, <laughs> Sarah's the special one. And he gave me a funny look, but then he went with it. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Darnell Nurse is uh, McNabb's nephew. Yeah, so Richard Richard would be uh, Darnell's uh, well, brother or brother. brother through marriage. So we don't know that. Yes, one. exactly. Okay. Yeah, somebody, somebody, listen. I'm sure we'll explain it to us next week. Tamika is the other daughter. Tamika nurse. Tamika, Tamika nurse. And so then Sarah is the daughter of who? Uh, I don't know, but we'll find out. Okay, we'll find out. This is like this. It's like that Rooney Mara podcast we had a while back. (laughs) That's right. It's classic, though. People love (laughs) it. People, people love it when we're dumb, right? When we're confused. When we're when we're dumb and confused, where it it makes us feel real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't an act, people. We're really at home. stupid. <laughs> this isn't an act. Uh, speaking of which, this would tie into the next story about uh, my stupidity. So, great cup day, amazing job by our crew, and uh, that doesn't just mean Kate Perness and the panel, and Rod Smith and Glenn Suter and everybody else. Uh, all the guys who work way longer hours than us, like Puffy in the truck, and all the unbelievable cameramen, audio people. It, it, it's a, it's one of those days that makes you incredibly proud to work at TSN because. You know, that six-hour pregame show we did and the actual broadcast, whether you're a CFL fan or not, it's, I think it's uh, – we do an amazing job. Bump did, was the producer of the entire yep, show. Did an awesome first, job. First time he produced the entire five hours, all those oh, features nice. and interviews, he, was, he did a fantastic job. 
Yeah. Uh, Bump was Bump worked his ass off all week. It was amazing. Um, so we get home from the game and uh, <laughs> quick story about Bo Levi Mitchell. I just remembered uh, we're waiting for the elevator and twisted T uh, which sponsored the halftime show. There's clearly uh, a young lady there. Who's the twisted T rep. She's got on a twisted T coat. She's got like two six packs of twisted T in her hands, a twisted T hat. And Bo says to her, Hey, I love that twisted tea. I drink it on the golf course all the time. If you're looking for somebody to endorse your twisted tea, uh, I'm your guy. And she says, Oh, okay. She goes, that's, that's a very nice red tie you have on. She goes, Oh, what capacity do you work with in the CFL? And, 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 and I go, well, that's the quarter. He, he's, he's, he's the quarterback of the Calgary Stampeders. And she goes, yeah, yeah, right. What, uh, what capacity are you uh, with the CFL? <laughs> he really I didn't go, leave much. Yeah, she, she had no idea. I'm like, no, no, he's the two-time MOP and the two-time Great Cup MVP. And then she was so upset because she, you know, their twisted T has a relationship with the CFL. Yeah. And she knew she knew who Bo Levi Mitchell was. She just didn't believe it. And yeah. I was I was bugging Bo the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, awesome guy who did an awesome Absolutely. job. He was really good on TV for guys. Uh, he, he'll walk right onto the panel when yeah. he retires. But uh, yeah. every time I see Bo for the rest of my life, now, I'll be like, what capacity do you work with? with <laughs> <the Canadian laughs> football so anyway, we finally get on the elevator, the Twisted Tree Girl, me, about 10 other people. Not very good in a COVID situation, but everybody wearing the masks. I get off at my floor. I'm exhausted. It's been a hell of a long day. Uh, the keys don't work on my door. Uh, the old keys rubbing against your credit card or whatever. Come on, it's 2021. Make keys that don't, if they rub against your phone or whatever the hell they rub against, don't work anymore. Fix that. Hotel people, fix it. So uh, Jimmy doesn't want to uh, mess with the busy hotel. So he decides I'm going to take the stairs down. I'm on the seventh floor. Take the stairs down to get my new key. So I take the stairs down and somewhere along the way, like on the second floor, I saw a sign that said like Sheraton Lobby this way, but maybe it was on the second floor. So I kept going down. I, I, I was in a hurry. I'm not good at focusing on things. And uh, I, now I'm like at the bottom and there's only one door and it says like emergency exit. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I should probably go back up, but I'm too lazy to do that. So I'm just going to go out the emergency exit, which will probably be the lobby, right? Boom. I hit the emergency exit. The ding, 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 ding. Now, I don't know if I've set off the entire alarm in the hotel. I guess not. I've just set off the door. And so I bust through there and now I'm, I'm, I'm like outside, but I'm not outside. I'm like in a, in an enclosed area, like a, like a patio or something. So I guess the, the Sheraton must be elevated and I can't, I have no escape. There's no, there's nowhere for me to go. Like, and so now I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm stuck. And I finally see one door to a building. So it must be like a patio that joined like a terrace that joined like something with the Sheraton with this other business building next door. So there's one door I get open. I'm into the building. So now I'm in this like, like office tower building and it's it's closed and I can't get out of that. So now I'm in there for five minutes. Now it's adjacent to a mall. So I get through one door. Now I'm in the mall that's all closed off and it's all locked. And every single one of these doors that I've gone through, by the way, has set off. It's all been all emergency exits, right? So what, what time is it? What time is this at? Probably uh, mid- something. No, yeah. Yeah, midnight, maybe. Yeah, maybe around there. And uh mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm running because I figured I've triggered off all these alarms and, uh, you know, Paul Blart Malkoff is going to show up. And uh, finally, I find a door that I get out of another emergency exit door. And I'm now I'm like four blocks from the hotel. Like this is a <laughs> Hamilton is like a maze of it was I was a terrifying thing. And I just like sprinted the four four blocks back to the hotel. And I can remember the guy, I come into the lobby like, yeah, uh, room key doesn't work. And he's like looking over the elevator and going. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. It's uh, just one of those, uh, one of those little situations that uh, uh, Jimmy gets into sometimes. Uh, but anyway, good times all around. And uh, yeah. I think it's important that we point out that this podcast actually uh in talking about the extra point uh, for in, in the CFL, uh, possibly, well, I think it's just very important to point out. I think that the, the game actually should have come down to that. Did come down to that one point, really? Because that was a. I I hate to put it. Uh, uh, you know, I hate that a guy's going to live with that for his life. And I guess Steinhauer said he had a choice, 
and he made the choice. And maybe he was affected by the fact the last kick, he sort of fumbled over his head and it went out of the end zone. Maybe he forgot the rule, but mm, I, that, I was a, that, was a, that was a bad move. Only because it was a line drivey kind of kick. He's going to get to the 30 for sure. Yeah. 25-30. And uh, someone was saying to me, yeah, but he, you know, he saved 10 seconds. Doesn't matter. They, they were down in field goal range with like 40, 35 seconds left on the clock. You're so right, Lester. That in, in essence, that cost him the great cup. It did. Is it? Yeah. It was my favorite play of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Puffy, Puffy. I, I think I left it out of my seat. I was like, yes. Puffy, Puffy might have had uh, the right side of the spread on that one. Now, of course, I wonder, I do wonder if the player was told, you know, just take the, take the, take the knee and be done with. Or I think, as call. I said, I, I think, I think Steinhauer said in the post game that he gave him the option. Okay. And, uh, you know, he made a split second judgment and, you know, That's whatever, but it's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also forgot one other quick story. I almost died at the great cup died. What? Oh, um, you guys have no idea. Puffy would how windy, windy oh. it was on, on Saturday. Oh, really? it was windy. Uh, no, it was in, it was insane. Like 95 oh, kilometer hour. It's the windiest I think I've ever been in a situation. I don't remember wind ever that big. And, so I was back in my room prepping the show all day and Kate and the panel, I was watching them on TV, but they ended up having to get moved because that thing was just shaking. Like it was the whole tower was going to come down. I didn't know that we had to come over. We were supposed to come over for a team photo and I was, you know, I needed a break. I'd been in my room all day. So I said, oh, I'll, I'll come over to the team for the team photo. And so I get to the stadium and I come into the stadium and nobody's around. I really don't know where anybody is, but I thought I'd just walk around the field for a second and I'm walking around the field and like just like everything's shaking and people scrambling around. I'm going, holy crap. And then some guy yells, look out. This big ass sign for one of the sponsors busted off the, the wall of the stadium and was like, I'm not talking like a little like, yeah, you know, where's where's Puffy sign? I'm talking hey, about that was pretty you know, like a hundred pound sign. And, and look, it, it landed 20 yards away. It wasn't really close to me, but the, the, the ferocity with which it mm. hit the ground. That would have been that would have been a uh, that would have been a huge break for Glenn Sheeler. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, like he probably <laughs> loosened it. Who, who's the sponsor? Who's the say? It might have been a twisted T sign. Yeah. I don't really remember because that hurt. I, that's bull. That's I ran. Work. <laughs> I was that's in the truck when uh, that was happening, and it, I honestly did think for a second, like, like if this, like if this, it felt like the truck was going to get like thrown, and like I was going to die in there. But, they would. Uh, they would have stopped. They would have had to stop the game uh, if it was. If it was if that was Great Cup Sunday. That was yeah. not a playable. That was a dangerous situation for. Uh, yeah. It was. It was insanity. Would have been fun, but Jimmy. I would have. Uh, I would like if they said like someone was crushed by the sign out in the field. I would never have thought it was you. Because well, that would have been a shocker because yeah. everybody would have thought I'd been back in the hotel and was like, "Oh Take man, I've been crushed by a sign. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Oh, it's Jimmy. Like, oh, no. God." Call Sheeler. My name's Glenn Sheeler. Welcome to the 108th Grey Cup. And then poor Shields. Poor Shields is a good buddy of mine and a great guy. Shields would have had to like feign the disappointment and be like, oh my God. Oh my God. His <laughs> oh, family. No, no he's, he's already and, and Hugo. He's already I'll shown be there. me. His, I'll, be there. Uh, I'll be there in an hour and a half. He, yeah. he showed me the obit script he has written. It's uh, it's beautiful, actually. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, we love Shields. He's the Dear best. Darker. Uh, Shields is filling in for Jay Onright doing the uh, usual impeccable job that he does yep. uh, yes, uh, the last couple of days. Okay, awesome. uh, so anyway, uh, anybody else got anything from this week they wanted to talk well, about? Because I, you know, Jimmy kind of yeah. fills fills the stories as he always does. Sorry. Well, Jimmy, you've been uh, telling us stories about your travels, travel adventures oh. during the uh, playoffs for the CFL. I was wondering if there was, you know, as you can see here, a- any other adventures uh, you may have encountered. What this is part, this particular well last last uh, episode you were complaining that you did not receive preferential treatment in one of these lines here as you see the my background <laughs> oh. is a airport security uh, line uh, and uh, you were you were a little bit upset that uh, they didn't want you to smuggle heating elements onto the plane <laughs> yeah, right um, so. Uh, you did some look. You did some research. I did a little bit of research because uh, basically uh, you said that there's no chance that there's a limit on how many hot pockets you can bring. 
right. uh, a statement that is very much inaccurate, as the <laughs> government of Canada website clearly states, hand warmers, carbon-based or air activators, certain powders and granule materials in your carry-on are limited to the total quantity of 350 milliliters or less, roughly the size of a pop can. Mm. 350 so there milliliters? is a limit. Okay, so hold on a second. I got. I happen to have one handy here because my little bag is next to me. So Jimmy, Jimmy, stop this, this amateurism! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, look at you! Prepare. We're the podcast that goes there, buddy. One wow. pack, two pack, three pack. Are you gonna you know, try okay. stuff? Are you gonna stuff? I can't stuff him in. I didn't want to cut my hands uh, cutting this can, <laughs> but I would say it's actually pretty much right on the limit. Yeah. You missed a like you missed close. you missed it's a good close. opportunity though to uh, if you if you were if you were really if you're really prepared for the podcast after Tuesday then you would have said how many can fit in this lovely Bobby Margarita? <laughs> well, to, to be fair, I decided to use a product that featured me in its advertising. That's true. So regardless, it, there is a limit. Uh, it looks like the three pack could be right at the limit. Uh, but I mean, look, the guy saw a bunch of these in your bag. He doesn't know what you're doing. He heard about you from the guy at the parking lot. Exactly. The parking lot guy told his buddy. He's just, doing, he's just doing his job, Jimmy. Uh, you know, speaking of that, uh, I know that usually we don't endorse things from uh, personalities from other networks, uh, including that bastard, David Amber. Uh, mm. But uh, uh, Kyle Bacoskis, a very talented broadcaster, uh, Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, Kyle's a very funny guy. And I would uh, ask the three of you to go on after we're done this podcast and maybe stop and play a little, a little clip here. Although you kind of have to listen to the whole thing to appreciate it. But on Kyle Bacoskis's Twitter, he did a fake news conference uh, very much like uh, I've talked about club pro guy does the fake golf news conferences here, but Kyle did a fake news conference uh, about his experience, like uh, about going through airport security. I can't, I can't set it up without you, you hearing it, where he's talking like co a coach or a player in a post-game news conference about his airport day security. through airport security, oh, right? And, and he, uh, you laugh. Could you just describe what went wrong out there today? Yeah, well, we always talk about starting on time and got to the airport plenty early, but uh, Nexus Lane was closed, which can happen. The regular security line was a nightmare, and it just all unraveled from there. Your boarding pass said zone one, but you didn't board until zone four. Uh, what happened there? Yeah, well, I mean, our pre-scout told us that the four o'clock to Ottawa almost never boards on time. And I mean, we rely heavily on our analytics department for that information. So I uh, spent a little more time than I probably should have in the lounge. That's on me. And ultimately, we paid for it. Very funny. Very creative guy, Kyle Bacostas. Anyway, uh, we're on. let's get on oh, with sorry. the uh, podcast today. We have a... Uh, 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 Oh, no, we gave away the tickets on Tuesday. <laughs> Keep following along here. Congrats yeah. to our winners. Congrats, congrats to all our winners. We winner. just did the draw, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Congratulations to Jen. Uh, why don't we get to, uh, oh, is this a social media mania? Is this a new segment? It's called social. Yeah. It was not things that I call on Twitter anymore. It's social media mania. Well, it, it's things that Puffy found on Twitter and stuff I found on Reddit. So it's a bit of Oh, no, I'm more, I find my stuff on TikTok. Well, the stuff still, you sent me oh, was from Twitter. Twitter. Oh. Still got still still got to play less. That still got to play less, just deep. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more. As I sat on the shitter, things that I saw on Twitter. All right, so uh, uh, well, I mean, but. UFOs, I mean, again, this isn't, most people listen to us. You told us 90% of our audience listens to us. So what are we going to do with this stupid UFO video? It's not a good thing to talk about. It's a video. It's a video. I understand that, but we're going to tweet out the video. You can go on YouTube to watch it. You can explain what's happening in the video. Yeah. It's There's a lot of little dots. Yeah. Across it's it. a yeah. bunch of little lights. And for some reason, this uh, pilot declares that this is a alien spacecraft or a UFO. Yeah. yeah. 
what what would actually lead one to believe that? Because that just looks like a bunch of plants. Yeah, just a, like, or just a bunch of lights or something. Yeah. You know what? I would say this. It looks very uniform. It's uh, the sequencing, yes. like uh, the, that, 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 how they're flying, like, like that. I find that very interesting. So, who's to say it isn't? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's a UFO in the sense maybe that it's an unidentified flying object. Yes. Yeah. Like they don't know what it is, but is yeah, it, it doesn't mean they're from outer outwardly, space. Yeah. But no. I honestly think we're at the point now that we're like aliens could arrive and it would not be a big deal. Like, I don't think it would. Really, it would like, I, I, I think I would forget. Yeah, I'd forget about it after a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, 24 hour Twitter cycle. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. It's crazy how like <laughs> something that. Like, <laughs> It got 20 years ago, 30 years ago, would have been like the biggest thing ever. Now I'd be like, oh, yeah, the aliens came. Yeah, if the on. aliens landed at the end of the Grey Cup, would Puffy yeah. notice or would he just be celebrating that Winnipeg cover the spread? Sure. I'd still be celebrating that. <laughs> I'd still well, be well, celebrating that Winnipeg so. cover. <laughs> think about things like the crop circles, too. Like, that's never really been solved, right? And we've, you know what? Of, it, I don't I think, think it was solved. Bunch of crazy was farmers. Solved. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, well, the hoax. It was just a hoax. The farmers are able to do it, and they showed somebody showed how they do it, and they just really start star for attention. I think, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, oh, I learned I, something. I had no idea. Either. The cycle, the new cycle for that was quick too. Yeah, <laughs> <Even> though, <laughs> you find out about hoaxes if you're not paying attention. Hey, do you? <laughs> you know, what I think a lot of these UFOs are like reflections off of something else, off of another plane or something. Did you know this? Uh, and more on, uh, we're really stupid because I'm sure a lot of our listeners did know this, but I did not. Uh, when you're out, like, let's say you're playing golf, you're outside on a nice sunny day, like today, and you, you see the moon over in the yeah. sky, mm-hmm. that's not the moon. That's the reflection Flexion of the moon, the moon mm-hmm. off the sun. So that the moon is on the other side of the world. That's the reflection of the moon. Cause why really? the hell would the moon, why the hell would Always? the moon be up there in the middle of the day? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're right. There, this one I don't know, Jimmy. <laughs> it's the reflection of the moon. A smart guy told me that. I can't remember who, but I remember thinking, oh, that's a smart guy. He knows. Uh, well, yeah, we'll put his name up. Mark Ward. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like a smart golfer buddy of mine. And he said, oh, yeah, no, that's not the moon. That's the reflection of the moon. It's yeah. reflection yeah, of the moon wow. off the moon. You know what he said, uh, like, literally 30 seconds before that? Hey, guys, watch what I'll convince Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll believe it. Hey, Jimmy. Global Jim. <laughs> Simple Jim, gullible Jim. Simple Jim. <laughs> Here it says that uh, it's visible during the day when you are near a new moon and it is positioned too close to the sun. So I don't know. Oh, so the moon is built? They're saying it's a real moon? Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. The, one article what by sciencefocus.com says. Oh. Well, More believable than Jimmy's source. <laughs> Well, this guy made sense to me. It said like the moon was actually on the complete opposite side, but it reflected off the sun and then showed up like the bat signal in the sky. It's known as a hunter's moon, apparently. Nice. Nope. I don't buy it. Somehow next week we're going to have an answer and I'm either going to look, you guys, you guys are going to look extra dumb or I'm going to look really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What else do we got in there? Stuff. Oh, we have all kinds oh, of goodies. Puff, Puffy, I mean, we Puffy's have going to, to Puffy Finland. going to Finland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's talk about Finland. Like, what the hell is going on over there? Well, my guy, there, that, that PM is running things. Mm. Uh, basically, Puffy uh, sent uh, a little Twitter uh, link. Puffy uh, did a lot of work week. this week. Good job. I did. I mean, this yeah. is this is crazy stuff. Uh, of Sanna Marin, Marin, I guess, uh, Finland's prime minister, and she first stole Puffy's heart uh, mm-hmm. after she had to apologize to the public for going clubbing after coming in contact with someone who had COVID. That's who I want running my country. Exactly. She's 36 years old. She went out clubbing till four in the morning, left mm-hmm. her work at uh, work phone at home, and therefore was unreachable to get That's the text that right she needed to quarantine. <laughs> yeah. There she is. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, obviously a bit of a party girl. I think all our leaders should be between the ages of like 30 and 45. <laughs> yeah. They got great energy. They're regular people. They know what's going on in the world. Wow. That's what we got. So we got to switch it up. Yeah. Younger Please people. Joe Biden. Out. <laughs> Joe Biden would have been disqualified like 40 years ago. I know. Exactly. <laughs> old, old people have had their time. It's time to go to a younger generation. Well, why not? Let's take it all the way down then. Make them the, like the like Greta Greta Thornburg there. Just make them un, she, under, under, under 15. Under 15. <laughs> 
Well, they're going to have a problem with the late night meetings. <laughs> Where they're still fresh. <laughs> uh, did you see? I saw something on, on the Twitter. Uh, maybe you could play this off if you could find it. Uh, but I'm just giving you more homework. It was from Jeopardy. And the question was, the answer was, uh, the age of this is 12 among females and 14 among men. And the guy goes, consent. Oh, oh my Lord. God. That can't be. Uh, in life for 400, please. In common law, the age of this signaling adulthood is presumed to be 14 in boys and 12 in girls. Tom, what is the age of consent? Okay, that's they, like it's, SNL. That's like it's, it's, wow. no, it was it was it was true. It was right off of Jeopardy. It happened. It, if the wow. feds didn't storm the set <laughs> yeah. at that moment and just take him down. That's wow. a history. That's a history Jeez. search right there. Oh, that's fantastic. Lord. What is By the way, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. They didn't play that on the clip. What would be the answer? It's 14 puberty, for puberty age, probably? age of age puberty? maturity. Puberty? puberty, probably puberty. Puberty. I was going to say puberty. Yeah, I mean, I always thought puberty was 13, but then maybe in this world that we live in right now, they split it up between men and girls and boys. So yeah, I was a little late. I was a little late on that one too. Up. <laughs> 27. Uh, stay, staying on our uh, Finnish prime minister. Uh, I was a little, I was a little, I was a little light down below till it's like 17. <laughs> you shave, you shave, you, sh- you shave already. That's not even in yet. It's the eighties. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't shave. <laughs> There's just nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry uh, and that's how the pubay was born <laughs> that's how the pubay was born <laughs> our uh our prime minister friend uh, three days ago also announced to the public i can confirm that tinder liaisons have reopened basically so, and, like and a- she also mentioned that there's a Max of 25 people per Tinder liaison, which kind of makes what? it more of an orgy. Yeah, what does that even mean? But um, like the Finns know what's going on. I love it. But imagine being the, imagine being the 26th guy to get there. Yeah, that's terrible. That's a bad luck. <laughs> you're that's out. Great. Oh, you're, no, oh, man. That's, you're Off done. by one. Uh, the PM also has some sort, of, some sort of weird uh, cat fetish where she dresses up like cats and paints cat things on her face. What is happening? What <laughs> Finland? What the hell? So, so I thought I liked her, but I think Stoff's got a little bit of a spot for her. He's oh, doing a deep dive on her. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat guy per se. Uh, I just found this tweet kind of funny. I guess this is someone who lives in uh, uh, Finland who wrote the PM of Finland has a fetish of drawing cats all over her face. Blah 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 blah. We are so screwed. Just enjoy yourselves, people. There's no way we make it through the next forty years. So, right. it's a pretty well, so- sobering thought. We should. Uh... We need to ask our uh, our Finnish friends, right? Uh, one of whom just had surgery. You have that later on in the city. Yura. Yes. Well, we will reveal who had surgery oh. later on. Nice. Right. <laughs> oh, well, I just said it. Yura. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Now anyway, Yura. Yura, uh, first of all, get well, Yura. Let's just take care of that right now. Yura had a minor surgery. He's a big fan of our podcast. And... Uh, uh, Yura, could you please write in and tell me what's going on? Uh, tell us what's going on. Yeah, does she? Uh, does she? Seems is like she married? A, things are. I wouldn't want to be in a first husband. <laughs> uh, My oh, family I would understand. <laughs> Tanya's already. Tanya's already royalty. You already are a first that's husband, true, everybody. That's true. Um, I'll ask the Finns, the the Finnish World Junior Team, when I'm over in Edmonton in a couple of weeks, and I'll find out what the hell's going on in Finland. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, you're talking to, when you're talking to those guys, they'll be like, yeah, she's a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, she's super young. No, she's a cougar. No, she's a cougar. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what else you got stuff? Uh, we got some animal stuff from Reddit. Uh, did you guys watch this ar- artificial breeding of salmon video? Yeah, I did. I watched it. Again, what the hell's so- going on? So what are they doing? They cut but the that's, salmon that's, open. They take yeah. all the eggs and then they they fertilize them themselves and grow the salmon basically Jesus. artificially. What are we doing? But this is what are we little, doing? But I don't think this is such an uncommon practice. I think this is just really messed up when you see it, which just lends me to the fact like how messed up is our human species that we think to do this to another creature? No, then I, like, it's terrible. It is just it's terrible. I'm not an animal oh. guy, but listen, it has nothing to do with it. Leave it alone. It's, it's not, yeah, it's it's not for us like, to manipulate it, you know? It, it, look, obviously, we have to eat and stuff like that, but just the yeah. whole perversion of how, what, 
you know, I guess the food chain has become it's it's just kind of crazy. Man. We we learned I, about I this in like Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, things like this should don't muddle. You can't don't do it. It's what they told yeah, us. Man, that's, that's, that's why we true. don't do Jurassic Parks anymore. I don't. I have a problem with this whole Beyond Meat and the plant-based stuff and all the synthesized uh, things. No, no. If it's meat, it's meat. This, this, let me but eat it. This isn't with, anything yeah. synthesized. They're just growing their own. No, meat I know. Plant, but, you know. Yeah. But still. Naturally, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not natural. <laughs> this is why we don't do Jurassic <laughs> Park anymore. Yeah, they learn. They learn. We shut, uh, we shut those suckers down. down. They tried bringing that that down. one T Rex to San Diego and yeah, it backfired. Did not, did not work. Big time. Wasn't a good idea. Uh, Speaking funny. of bad ideas, uh, we teased this last week. Hot barnacle talk. Oh uh, yeah. Up until then, I didn't even know what a barnacle was. Uh, we'll tweet out this video as well. Very creepy looking sea creatures, almost like a thing with one eye that just pokes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a bit of a sight to be seen but I saw this on Reddit and that, what caught my attention was someone writing in the comments section that the barnacles uh, have a very difficult time with sexual reproduction as the organisms cannot leave their shells to mate so to, facil- <clears throat> to facilitate genetic transfer between isolated individuals barnacles have an extraordinarily long penises <laughs> Barnacles probably have the largest penis to body ratio of any animal in the human kingdom, up to eight times their own body length. Wow. Barnacle Jim. I was always wondering in high school, they called me Barnacle Jim. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The thing is, I actually thought about making the same joke, but I thought I know. it was too, too easy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Barnacle Jim had no problem. It's a weird looking thing. It looks like a nut. You know, it's very strange yeah, looking thing. Well, I might have two big of those too. Yeah, well, eight <laughs> times your body size. I mean, that'd be that's, that's definitely that'd be difficult gym. to operate. <laughs> oh yeah, that would date. <laughs> well, what does it do? What what is its uh, like flaccid size though? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really deep dive on the barnacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did anyone watch uh, Yellowstone this week? Yes. Um, oh, the horse. horse the piece. horse. So they uh, on Yellowstone this week. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you're way behind. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There's a scene of a horse. Uh, one of the cowboys has yes. to uh, catch the horse horse ejaculation. Mm-hmm. But they actually filmed it like they had the real deal going on. There's no yeah. graphics going on here. You actually I never. And yeah, Brooksy. First time I had seen it. Brooksy and I both had never seen a wreck horse before. You, we were uh, shocked. Can you explain had to? What? He had to catch the ejaculate. Oh, <laughs> can you explain oh, that? That was his job. That what was his would job. lead to this? Was it, so, is this a breeding thing? Was that a bet? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, oh. learned, he's learning how to be a cowboy, I guess. And this is one of the things they do. And they basically, you get a giant, looks like leather kind of Yeah, condom. like a leather package kind of. A lar- like yeah. a large sleeve. Imagine, sleeve. imagine a wine sleeve. But uh, like three times as big for a giant and made of leather or something, and he has to stick it over the horse's penis. And uh, wow, so- he- sounds a lot like the salmon. Anyway, and having a look at the barnacle, the horses. Well, how how big were those barnacles? It's hard to tell in those videos. But the horse's penis is probably the same as the barnacle penis. Yes, <laughs> relative right. size, but relative to size, yeah. <laughs> But it was, it was, I was like, wow, I didn't think it was that big. No, I was, it was a big, it was big. It was, you always, you always imagined them smaller before. Yes. Whatever I thought about. Them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Oh, All right. That was big. Uh, what did you do today? I <laughs> off a horse. How about you? What did you do? <laughs> uh, who doesn't want to be a cowboy now? He actually, <laughs> he, he actually says that line that Lester funny enough in the show. He goes, I just, <laughs> Anyway, oh my uh, god, it's interesting stuff. You got a good, uh, good potpourri of stuff this week. I think we've learned a lot so far. Yeah, uh, we've learned so much. Uh, we got a hot take from the cartoon world here. This pins the uh, Simpsons versus Family Guy a little bit. Oh yes, saw someone tweet this out. Homer could absolutely pull Lois, but Peter could never pull Marge. Rubber boots react. I agree with that one because Peter's actually not a nice guy. Like he's he's you know he's kind of a you know rude fat buffoon. Where Homer actually 
is an idiot, but he's actually There's a sweet decency. guy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> Lois, Lois is quite bright, isn't she? Would she fall for, you know, Homer's kind of a buffoon? Yeah, I mean, like, but I think she'd find his <laughs> gentle sweetheart. Peter. Interesting. <laughs> Peter. That was, yeah. pretty good. that was pretty good. Uh that show, by the way, I don't I don't watch the I don't watch The Simpsons or Family Guy anymore. Mm-hmm. But the first time I saw Family Guy, uh, Rock changed my world. And, you know, the whole story with Family Guy, they aired like three or four, maybe six episodes on Fox way back when. Nobody watched it. It got canceled. And I was like, mm-hmm. it was canceled before anybody knew it. And I was telling all my buddies about it and said, this was the greatest show ever. I don't know how it got canceled. And, uh, and then... I guess there was a lot of people like me and they resurrected it and then whatever it had a 20 year career, but the early family guys, a damn funny show. Edit point. All right. So, uh, Homer, Peter, who knows who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> well, to the what a discussion. Back. What a discussion. Rubber boots podcast. Listen to the Listen to the Thank you for listening. A lot of listener mail this week. Uh, this first one is from SQ Spoon, and uh, he ha- he says, I didn't know Lester delivered for UPS. So we'll play that clip here. Delivery drivers, help yourselves. <laughs> thank you much, thank you much, thank you much. Got some trail mix. Oh, it's some truth. Oh. Nature Valley in a parade. Thank you. <laughs> it does. It that's does that, sound does, like that does sound like Lester. <laughs> yeah, it does. So I think wow. when Lester was late last week and he took the previous week off, he's just making a couple extra bucks running for Love it. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's, <laughs> hey, that's a talented driver out there i like it mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile uh lester also mentioned this qu- uh, tweet from marcus way who uh took a picture of jimmy on the jumbotron in hamilton at the gray cup and wrote it's lester's co-host that's good. <laughs> very well done very well it's done. always that's always the weird part of gray cup there's a uh... So at the six o'clock hour, when the big show starts, uh, I do like about a 30 second intro before we get to the band and all that stuff. And, and you're on the, so you're what they call live to the house, right, Lester? And, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Cause you know, you're just talking on TV all day where nobody's listened to you. You're just talking to a stupid camera. And then all of a sudden you can, you can sense your giant, my giant ass head is on the screen behind me and you can hear your voice booming to the stadium. And it's, it's a little disconcerting, but. Because I'm thinking in my head, you're talking, you're thinking, you're trying to introduce the game, and you're thinking, I wonder what those people are thinking about my giant head. They're probably thinking, man, that, guy, <laughs> man, that, guy's, that guy's got a giant head. Barnacle Jim over there has got a hell of a head. <laughs> That's what I... <laughs> that barnacle. That was the buzz I heard throughout the stadium. Uh, All right. Eddie, Eddie Bartlett tweeted in, uh, what a great finish, great game. Not enough stopping can post on post game, though. I agree with Truth. that. Was Truth. Not on post game at all, so definitely not enough. Uh, we mentioned Yura. He tweeted in. He had a small operation. He's watching Snooker, and he's wondering if the walker in his room is Mr. Chance. So <laughs> oh, nice. They can get another shot at Mr. <laughs> Chan. <laughs> Hashtag suck it, Mr. Chan, he writes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's strong. Uh, Jeff Brynarski writes, uh, ask Santa for some Rubber Boots Pod merchandise. Hashtag Christmas. Ooh. Hashtag Murder Island. So Ooh, that was uh, time. was something we promised at the end of last season, didn't we? Not. It, it may yes. have been. Yeah. I actually re- been. I actually reached a deal with a manufacturer. That guy's yes. probably waiting waiting for my callback right now. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm, like, sure, wow. I'm sure it still stands. Uh, <laughs> last week when uh, when Jimmy uh, uh, went missing from the pod for a little bit, that p- picture of him as I popped up. So uh, people right. are suggesting what you should re- replace that picture with. Our friend Eric sent in a picture of him. With you, Jimmy. He sent right. this picture behind me right here. Okay. All right. So that is what he, Eric would Look like at What is what is Drake doing? Drake looks like, like, like he's walked into the picture by accident. He's like, what the hell is going on here, gentlemen? Yeah. He he realized the picture was taken a little okay. too late. I guess. I don't Where know. would that picture have been taken? 
Uh, I don't know. Rashad just looks like one of them Wall Street douchebags that just made yeah. four million on a stock deal. Actually, exactly. I do too. Yeah, That's got to be. Well, we'll have to ask. Uh, have to ask Eric. It looks like it could be a Stanley Cup final of some degree. I'm trying to think else where else Rashad is. It's obviously pre-COVID. Maybe well, a usually... World Juniors. Maybe a draft. I don't know. Yeah, I look like I'm having fun though. There's a chance I could have like taken that picture. Hmm? There is a chance Puffy took that photo right there. Uh, I don't right. know. Everyone's pretty centered. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> I guess, uh, there you go. Wow. Uh, already, uh, Greg Lockhart responded to our uh, accent uh, talk. He said, I'm a supervisor of our old band from Ireland. I pick up his accent every day. So There you go. Nice. Truth. Somewhat normal. Top of the morning uh, to you. Ricky Schmidt threw out a poll on Twitter. Bobby Margarita versus Rod Smith Baby. Ooh, that's the poll tough finished in a 50-50 tie. As it should. As it should. As, As it, it should. Both had big weeks. Let's face oh, yeah. it. Huge. Huge week. Uh, regarding our parking lot attendant talk from last week, uh, J.I. said Lester would have got in based on his Timmy's commercial fame. So, <laughs> true. Very true. Like Justified. Right Justified. Absolutely. Okay. And last but not least, uh, Ho said, I remember people betting on Russian table tennis at the beginning of the pandemic. So Yeah. He remembers himself. We both at some point. I had uh, I had one more that uh, I think you alerted me to stuff. Like read it, wrote it down somewhere, but I'm having trouble finding the paper. It's a common problem I have. Oh, it's about your summer vacation. Yeah. Oh, well, here it is. Here it is. I just wanted. I wrote the guy's name down, but uh, uh, our alert uh, David Carson asked, "What happened to Jimmy's summer adventures?" Which I think I promised in episode one would be a, a weekly regular segment. feature. Weekly Lester Lester went and recorded a, a song and then yeah. we, we forgot about it. So uh, we're awesome. out of we're out of time this week, but we're gonna remember next week. Stop's gonna put it in his missive. And yeah. uh, we'll do a, a fresh episode of Jimmy Summer Adventures yeah. now in, in mid mid December. Very, very timely, <laughs> timely adventures. Uh Awesome. Uh, great week, guys. Uh, thanks for coming aboard. And uh, let's see, we're doing our one. Maybe we'll do our last pre-Christmas episode next week. Is that fair? Yes. That good? Let, and then next we'll week is them. our Christmas special. Oh, it's oh, our Christmas, Christmas special. Christmas special. Christmas special. Oh, so. All sorts of special guests. Yeah. Live pod? Who knows? Can we, yeah, can we, do a live pod. Can we call it Barnacle Jim's Christmas special? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we sure. absolutely must. All right. Sure. That'll get Barnacle. everybody on. Right. Well, <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Barnacle Jim's family Christmas special. Family oh, Christmas. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see it. We'll see you next week on the uh, uh, on the Barnacle Jim family Christmas special here on the Rubber Boots podcast. Brought to you by BetSafe.net. Championship of Canadian football. Uh, it was quite a week. Um, Hold on, guys. You, Lester's talking. I can't hear him at all. This is basically the equivalent of season one through six, but now in season seven, we want him to talk. I can't hear you. Lester, buddy. Lester, I didn't do this. I promise, buddy. I didn't do this. This wasn't a plan. The, the funny thing is, you just kept going. I'm the only one that noticed you was trying to talk to us. <laughs> well, I wonder how long. It was been the whole time. Go off and come back on. He was honestly talking for a good minute. I'm like, oh, I, 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 thought, he was just, I thought he was just singing to himself. <laughs> I, I did not notice. All right. Are we going to we're going to so, cut that part or is it going to be interesting for the viewers? I'll see how it looked. Uh, <laughs> did you guys listen to this clip? Play it? No. <laughs> you might, I might have missed wow. that one on the rundown. So <laughs> when, I, when I wrote uh, watch this with sound on. <laughs> that wasn't. Uh, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like it. Oh, Bob McKenzie already in the waiting room. Oh, oh wow! Look at that. Well, that, that would be an edit, then, wouldn't it? That's problematic. What? What? What do I? You know what? Is anyone else's screen frozen, or is that just me? Hello. Uh oh. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really wanna ask you. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are 
Bobby, we started talking about horse and it just snowballed from there. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> on the Rubber Boots Podcast. <laughs>